Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Baruch Mabam. We continue in Mishnah Bura, Dafa Shavua. This week, we're learning Simon Gimel. And we are up to Sif Beis. Yehid Sonu Beis Hakisa. One should be modest in the bathroom. Last week, we learned from the Bir Halacha that if you look in the Gemara Bracha, Samach Beis, Amin Alpha, and Amin Beis, the Gemara talks about the importance of Tznius. And the Bir Halacha even quoted the smak who considers and counts Tznius as one of the mitzvahs to Iraisa. So therefore one should be modest in the bathroom, not to uncover oneself until one sits down. You should not, two people should not go in together. You shouldn't talk there. You should close the door behind you out of modesty. So in the bathroom, one should be, number one, covered. Number two, by themselves. Number three, not to talk. Number four, close the door. Maybe some of these things are intuitive, but they're also legislated. The same way, don't sort of uncover one's legs until one sits down, one should not get up while they're still uncovered. Basically, one should uh, minimize what ha- what uh, is uncovered, and one should not go with two people. It's not like a hangout. And what if a person's afraid? Somebody could put their ha- hand on, their ha- on the person's head through the window. Now, you have to understand, back in the day, the bathroom was much dingier, darker, maybe it was out in the woods. There, in terms of the reason why not to talk in the bathroom, in the Dershom Mishnah he brings from the Shulchan Aruch HaRav, that it's because of modesty. It's not, it's not modest to be talking while a person's, number one, taking care of their needs, or even getting ready to, or in a place where they usually do. It's not like, it's not a place for conversation. Um, he also brings the, the reasoning of the Sefer Haredim that there's shadim there, and basically you don't want to wake them up. You don't want to. You don't want to be talking. Now, there's a big question about bathrooms. Bizman hazeh. Are our bathrooms places of shadim? In other words, if it's because of modesty, so then it doesn't matter what type of bathroom it is. But if it's because of shadim, maybe our bathrooms. I mean, I haven't seen shadim in my bathrooms. I don't know about you, but uh, um, but I said that tongue in cheek. In other words. Is there an issue of shade in Bizman Hazeh? Because uh, the Gemara talks about the bathrooms of the Persians, that the Tsoya would not stay there at all, but it would be taken away, far away. It would sort of roll down far away. So then Allah has come of a comma that in our bathrooms, the plumbing system take away the waste very far away. But Rav Moshe says perhaps the Tsoya does remain there until, uh, just for the sake of clarity, until a person flushes. So... It's a suffix whether the restrictions apply. Lamaisa the Chazonish is machmer. The Dayan Weiss, the Minchas Yitzchak, is also machmer about talking in our bathroom. Rabbi Yashiv was machmer. And Rabbi Chaim Knievsky says, uh, for reasons of modesty, even if there are no shadim, you should not talk. However, there might be more leniency. Maybe we'll discuss it in the uh, review on the Shaina Halachais. Um, says the Mishnah Burah, if your friend is going to put his hand on your head, he should not be seeing you defecate outright. 
but to go directly into the bathroom, into the stall, that is prohibited even with one's wife. Um, with a child who they need your attention, then um, you're allowed to go in. You should not talk. If it's a very impressing need, it could be that it is permitted to uh, speak. Now, what, let's say somebody does have a pressing need. Do they have to... Um, is it hudcha or hutra? <laughs> you know, in other words, let's say a person has a pressing need. Is it, do they have to count every word they say? Or once you could talk, you could talk normally. So the Ben in Dalit says you don't have to be mitzamsim. You don't have to be... Uh, once you could talk, you're allowed to talk. Now, what about to talk in Hebrew... The Mishabru brings down later on Simon Peheis of Katan Tess, in the name of the Sefer Chasidim, it's considered Midas Chasidos to be Machmer. Weiter. Then, if you have a Tzorach Gadol, it could be your to speak, calls Manche'in Nifne Adain, so long as you're not in the process of actually defecating. At the time a person is excreting their waste, uh, also that's prohibited even if there is a pressing need. Now again, it's just not—it's not snios. So what do you mean? I don't mind. If I don't mind, I don't mind. No, no, snios is legislated as the Bira Lacha brings. It's It's just not modest to be speaking at a time like that. Let's say the lock of your the bathroom door is broken, and somebody wants to walk in. So now what? You, you know, you can't talk. The guy's gone. It's going to be embarrassing. Yin You should snort. Basically, <clears throat> you know, you make a noise. Rak hanoshim. Now there are there is an instance where talking is permitted. Rak hanoshim Women when they go to a public bathroom, like the bathrooms in the field in their days. Or in the courtyard of the shul in our times, the rabbis enacted that they should speak with each other. There's a takanas chachamim, then a public bathroom for women, where a man might sort of wander his way in. Uh, the women should talk to each other so that their voice should be heard on the outside. And no man will enter there. And be in yichud with them. Umashma ktsasham, there it's mashma a little bit. Then echnasa is gamkein b'shtayim b'beisakise. That there in that instance, even though we said two people should not go into the bathroom together, in that case where where women so so to speak have to keep the men away, then it is uh, permitted for two women to go in together. Okay, siv gimel. Imroisa lamashmeish b'pihatabas. If a person wants to. Touch the opening uh, where he defecates. Bitsrar with a pebble, a bekesim with a chip. Liftayach nekavav. So basically, the person is having a hard time excreting, and he wants to get it going. You know, they sell they sell certain products that help open up the orifices. If the person wants to use a stone or a chip, then yemashmesh koydim sheyeshev. He should. Touch that area before he handle it over there, 
before he sits down, but not handle it after he sits, because it is uh, a practice that borders witchcraft. So, to avoid that sorcery, one should... Uh, one should do this procedure before they sit, not after they sit. Says If you're not able to defecate, what should you do? Walk for kibbutz v'yeshiv and sit down v'yamin and stand up v'yeshiv at sheipane. Or divert your attention from other matters. Think about something else. Distract yourself. And I once heard from a Victor Miller. You eat it, take, before you go to sleep, you eat an apple, and you drink a cup of water, and the Yeshua will come in the morning. That's what I heard from Brother Victor Miller. And then the Mishnah says, You should not defecate standing. Sif Dalid. Personally, okay, I go to the bathroom, so... Um, I, with your permission, I'll just try to, for the sake of clarity, um, maybe just uh, say things clearly in, the, in something that we wouldn't ordinarily talk about in conversation just for the sake of clarity in halacha. So if a person is um, pulling down their pants to be able to defecate, they should only uncover themselves in the back one tefach, meaning just what's necessary to be able to do this procedure, of and two tefachim in the front. In other words, not to pull the pants all the way down because it's not necessary to uncover so much. But V'yisha and a woman may achreya from behind her tefach. Um she should not uh, uncover anything in the front because it's not necessary. But a man who, when uh, usually when a person defecates, they have to urinate also. It causes pressure. They have to urinate also. So by a man, they'll have to uncover two tefach in the front. A woman... Her uh, paneha is uh, not needed to be uncovered in the front, uh, so so she should not. Now, we did mention earlier that if this is a, a bathroom that has a shower in it, so then it might be considered a makayim where a person is allowed to uncover more because it's a bathhouse. But, you know, that's not clear whether that applies when one is using the bathroom, but certainly if somebody is using a bathroom where there is no bath or shower, then... This is the this is the letter of the law halacha. Says the Mishnah: Tefach sifkatan vav v'lo yoyse not anymore mishum tsnias at a modesty. Umalafan of tefachayim, but in the front two tefach. Demi toich shu doichech atzatzim l'gdolim because a person's pushing himself to defecate. Who bali dektan he'll come to urinate. V'tzarich tefachayim. Now why do you need two tefach? Mishum kiluach meiraglaim hani tazim lemeirachik because the urine sprays far. The Bach says, even from the front, it should only be a tefach. Many achreinim do not agree with him. You should be careful. And I would say that's the main, that's the first consideration. You don't want to get your clothing dirty. You get your clothing dirty, you can't daven. So, basically, uh, take this as, you're allowed to uncover whatever is needed to, to, uh, Take care of whatever you need to in the most hygienic, cleanest possible way. But more than that is not necessary. I want you to abide by the rules of Tznias. We mentioned, uh, and we'll hold it here in the Mishnah Bura, but we mentioned that the Bir Halacha, 
talks about, um, you know, I'll read it inside. The top of the Biralach, left hand side, the Biralach says, Many places they're very lazy in building bathrooms for the public. There are many stumbling blocks because of this. Aside from the fact that it's a lack of modesty, because now people are going to have to go out in the open. It comes to many problems. Number one, Aleph. It causes many people to say brachas levatala or Hashem's name levatala. It's known that which is paskin later on. If you can't hold it in for seventy-two minutes, tefilas toyever your tefilas an abomination. Whatever brachas you said are brachas levatala, and uchshayesh beis hakisay samachloi, and. When there's a bathroom nearby, in other words, if you have to go to an outhouse in the field, you might be lazy to go. If you have a, a hygienic bathroom available, you'll you'll go. If there's no bathroom, you have to take off your tefillin to go home. You're going to be lazy. We mentioned on a Thursday that even if a person can hold it in, but uh, Any time a person has an urge, they are required to go to the bathroom. Even if someone is uh, God-fearing and they're scrupulous in halacha, they're not going to be lazy to go back home or to find a place to go to the bathroom. They might miss... If they have to walk far away, it will cause a lot of bitol tar. People have to go home every time they need to use the bathroom. It's going to be embarrassing if everyone's meeting back in the back of the shul because there's no public bathroom. It's also lethal. Holding in, going to the bathroom is lethal. Maybe they had rokein. Holding in a flow of urine could cause a um, perilous illness. Void kamacham kolkulam and other problems. Therefore, al mitzvah So next time you see that a shul is building a new building and there are dedications available for the arain and for the the kitchen and for the windows and for the front porch. They don't usually put the Beis Hakise as one of the dedications, but according to the Bi'ar Lache, it is quite important. And by doing so, you're doing a mitzvah rabbah to help avoid any kinds of pitfalls. The Yizkru, as Shema and you will in, allow the Jewish people to say Hashem's name in holiness. Okay, that's Hashem. Tomorrow we'll pick it up in Sephei. Wishing everyone a wonderful day. Brachavat Slacha, Kol Tov.